Morning show at East Coast FM. Finally this morning, it is Pete Weatherburn, who is the vet, of course, from Bray Vet and Old Connor and PeteTheVet.com on his website. Hi, Pete. Good morning, Declan. Good morning to you. Um, I see uh, an article in the Irish Independent this morning, if you wouldn't mind commenting on, in your, with all your knowledge. Okay, ready for this, the headline. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm ready. Pint-sized pooches are top dogs with men looking for love. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very funny. Is um, it? I mean, I mean, scientists from a university in southern Spain come up with this. So there you go. I mean, you know. Well, I, I, I'd imagine that. Have they done some research? Is that what's gone on? There? That's it, yes. Um, Tell me I, about the research, Declan. I don't know much about... I thought, you're the expert. I, I didn't think I had to know anything <laughs> when it came to this. <laughs> well, I, I, I think what they found... What, what the story is that when... In dating websites, if men have photographs of themselves with dogs beside them, mm. then that boosts their chances of success. Yeah, and it has to be cute little dogs, according to the research. Of course, that's the thing. It's um, because, and I, and I think this kind of feeds into the general idea that um, that we're humanising dogs more and more and treating them like little babies. And, um, and what that means is that um, a man with a little dog is like a man with a baby, and that makes him look very fatherly and, um, uh, uh, and you know... Um, also, I think that when men walk with small dogs, they look less intimidating than when they're alone. I think that's very true. Um, or indeed, when they're with a very big, strong dog. Um, it makes somebody look more approachable and and uh, more friendly. After all, if they you know if they have a good relationship with a small dog, that means that says a lot about their personality, really, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, you're you're very good. You're you're doing the whole article here. This is fantastic. Our uh, research uh, uh, and our results are significant as they show uh, that the dog presence, regardless of dog size, actually affects uh, emotional reactivity and uh, a sense of safety. So, well done, Pete. You've passed the test. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this is a difficult time for people with dogs, by the way. Yeah, so I'm just going. Just going to say so about the weather, hot. was it? It's so hot, yes. And what what it means is that people need to be really, really careful. Um, when we have weather like this, our vet clinic always, almost every day, has people rushing in with dogs because they've overheated and they're really worried about them. And they're right to be worried because it is a overheat stress is something which does kill dogs every year because dogs are unable to take themselves to cool places. They, you know, if, if they're shut in a hot room can't open the door and get out. So we really have to all be very, very careful to make sure that our pets are comfortable the whole time. Um, and they also need to have water way more than we need water because they lose heat by panting. And panting uses up extraordinary levels of fluid because of all the water evaporation from the tongue. And they need to replace that. So making sure dogs... I would make sure a dog has a bowl of water in every room that it stays in. And if it's outside, water outside as well. So they can always get enough. Right. And does this depend on the type of dog? I mean, some are more shaggy than others, we'll say. Um, and the sizes? Or, or is it just I, well, a general tip, really? I, I, I think that, in general, uh, it's true for most dogs, I think. But 
black dogs or dark colored dogs are particularly prone to overheating because um, their, 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 their fur absorbs the heat from the sun rather than reflecting it. That means that they can, they can get too hot much more easily than, than white or light colored dogs. So owners of those dogs should be particularly aware. Um, and I think the other, the other big risk is dogs running, running in the heat. So I had somebody in today with a lovely black Labrador and they were saying to me that they're up at six every morning walking the dog before eight o'clock uh, and that's exactly the right thing to do. Um, if you took a dog for a walk at this time of day in the heat, there would be an extremely high risk that they're going to collapse from heat stroke. So really it should be avoided. Right, a lot of uh, people, because we all live, you know, uh, I mean, it's a coastal county, I'm not saying everybody in Wicklow lives near the coast, but uh, people who do like to go down to the coast and uh, go off there with the dog and go in for a swim. Dogs seem to have a knowledge of swimming. Uh, are they okay? Because you'd be worried about your dog who might leap into well, Bray Harbour or something. But, you know, not dissimilar to ourselves, they have to learn to swim. Uh, that sounds weird. But, you know, they they do have an instinctive doggy paddle type motion. So if a dog goes into water, it will, you know, move its legs to keep itself afloat. But you can't just chuck a dog in the deep end and assume it's going to, you know, swim in a, in, a, in a comfortable way. You should teach dogs to swim by going into shallow water, first of all, and taking it on from there. I think that probably the, the, the important, most important thing with, with, with dogs and swimming is to make sure that they have an exit point so they can get out, because I have seen dogs get into trouble with especially river swimming, where they've gone in a shallow place, then the river's um, taken them downstream, and then they haven't, there's no place for them to get out, and so they then got into real difficulty because they can't get out of the water. Um, and, you know, um, dogs can drown just like humans can drown, so you just need to pay reasonable attention to the, the safety of what they're up to, that they can get in and out easily and... and they can't get, you know, like dogs can be taken away by riptides just like humans yeah, can as well. Yeah. So okay. just need to be just need to be sensible. I think is the main message. It's probably no harm going over the do's and don'ts as regards the next few days, Pete. I mean, uh, we know about cars, but do we? You, you know, some people seem to forget uh, if they bring, you know, the dog in the car. Yes, I mean, uh, I, I think the ideal thing is, is if you're taking a dog in the car at all, is to have air conditioning in your car because then dog will be kept nice and cool just like you are but otherwise you do have to make sure there's plenty of airflow and if you're going on journeys longer than half an hour take water with you so the dog can have regular top-ups of, of drinking water that's really important and i know the rule is never leave a dog in a parked car at all um that is an extreme rule because obviously if there are times if you're going to literally go into a shop for to pick up a newspaper and come out again your dog's not going to suddenly suffer from extreme heat stroke. But the, the reason that rule is there is that you might pop into the shop thinking you're going to be 30 seconds and end up taking 20 minutes. And that is enough time for there to be a big crisis. So, you know, the car can heat up way more quickly than you would expect. And so that's why there is the general rule that you should never leave a dog in a parked car, in, especially in the summer months. Mm. Just on animals generally out in the sun... I mean, what's there? I mean, cows and sheep and goats and mm. all sorts of things. Mm, well, they, they, I suppose they've evolved to kind, kind of to manage on their own. And they, again, farmers wouldn't just leave animals in a field with nothing but sunlight on every little bit of the field. They would make sure 
that there's areas of shade and animals are very good at finding the cooler areas and, and, and gathering there. If you go to any field just now, you'll see that. The animals, are they're not lying in the full sun. They're going to places where they can be comfortable. Um, so that's, that's the responsibility of farmers, I guess, to make sure that their, pet, that, their, that their pets, that their livestock are adequately catered for like that. And also, again, constant fresh water is really important. Okay, and walking your dog, presumably in the evening time? Um, early, early mornings or, or late evenings, kind of before 8 o'clock and after 8 o'clock, that's the ideal thing. We're lucky in Ireland in that we have such long long um, days. You know, it's light very early and it's light very late, so we have that option. Um, it's more difficult in other countries like South Africa, for example, where maybe it's dark by 6 o'clock every evening. You know, that's... Uh, um, if you want to walk your dog in, in, in the cool times of day, it's much more difficult. Yeah, okay. God, it's, it's challenging. I mean, these, this is a particular hot time. Um, hot in the house, um, you know, do you have to find a cool room somewhere in, uh, out of the sun, really, to keep the dog? Yes. Uh, I, I think that's common sense, really, isn't it? And, and But just make sure that you don't shut your dog somewhere where they can't get out if it's too hot, because that's that's when we do see problems. By the way, there's one myth I want to scotch quickly, and that is the myth about it being bad to give dog ice cubes. There's a Facebook post that was being shared widely, suggesting that, kind of bizarrely, that as by, if, if a dog chews ice cubes, that this stimulates a part of the brain, which then makes the dog's temperature go even higher, and so it causes problems rather than helping problems. Well, there's actually no truth to this at all. It's a complete also that somebody made up and then shared and for some reason people like to keep on sharing it. So the truth is that there's nothing wrong with dogs having ice cubes in any any different way to us humans having ice cubes. So if you want to put ice cubes in your dog's water bowl to keep the water especially cool, well there's no harm in doing that. Right. Any harm in putting it in ways wine? <laughs> as long as you pour the wine away it's absolutely fine to do that Yeah. alright, thanks very much indeed Pete look after yourself with the heat and thanks for all the tips on the pets, thank you good thank, morning to you thank you Declan thank thank you. You. alright uh, Pete Weatherburn there you can uh, um, see what Pete's up to on his website which is petethevet.com and find him at Brave Vet on Old Connor Avenue in 